Hello, everyone. Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast. I'm Jamie DiPolo, the senior editor at BreastCancer.org. Today's guest is Laurel Hornbrook, one of the women whose story of genetic testing and prophylactic surgery is featured on the BreastCancer.org site. This podcast is made possible by the generous support of the Center for Restorative Breast Surgery in New Orleans. Laurel Hornbrook has a strong family history of breast cancer. Both her older sister and her father were diagnosed with breast cancer. Her father died at age 75 from treatment complications a year after he was diagnosed. In 2014, at age 48, Laurel decided to have genetic testing to see if she had a gene mutation that dramatically increased her risk for breast cancer. When her test results came back positive for a BRCA2 mutation, Laurel had already decided what she would do, a double prophylactic mastectomy and reconstruction using tissue from her tummy area. Laurel is one of three women whose stories are featured in the BreastCancer.org video series on genetic testing, prophylactic surgery, and reconstruction. Today, she's going to talk to us about making the videos and sharing her story. Laurel, welcome to the podcast. It's so nice to have you here and see you again. Well, thanks, Jamie. It's great to uh, be in touch again. Yeah. So I'm curious, what was your first thought when the people from the Center for Reconstructive Breast Surgery asked you if you wanted to participate in making a video? I was kind of surprised, I guess. I know they see hundreds of uh, patients over the the past two years, and um, they remembered my story or that I had this family history, and um, I was flattered. I was a little nervous, uh, and then they told me that they had a, a larger group that they were going to be talking to and narrowing it down from there, so I said, well, you know, we'll just give it a shot and see what happens, but um, I was happy and flattered and surprised all at the same time. Okay, and did you? was there any hesitation on your part about participating? Did you think, oh, maybe I, I'm not sure? No, no, um, that never crossed my mind. Okay. Anything that I could share um, in any way that they would ask, that they asked me to, I would be happy to help. Excellent. And what did your family think? Did, or, I mean, my, did you, did you talk to them about it? Of course, my husband had to tease me. He teased <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs> about being because a star? My nervous laugh, because I had this horrible nervous laugh when I when I get anxious you know it just pops out at most inopportune times so I I vowed I would keep that under control but they were all very supportive and uh like wow you know that's kind of cool that'll be really interesting to see how they can group some stories together and uh, try to help other people okay and that's what that's the aim of the of the video series now I'm curious when you were considering your prophylactic surgery and reconstruction were there videos? I know the the center has some photos that you can look at, but did you come across any other videos like this with people talking about what it was like? The only ones that I really did find were on the Breast Center website. They had some testimonials of people who had the gene mutation, the decision that they had to go through, and they talked about their surgeries in a little bit. So actually on the Breast Center site... They had several testimonials that were very, very helpful. Okay. And did you, when you when you first made your decision, did you immediately go looking for videos or photos or something? Or yes. Did that, you did. Okay. I just yes, wondered if yes, that yes. was immediate. I or scoured uh, the internet, and their site was just 
full of really good information. And they recommended a book, as a matter of fact, called The Breast Reconstruction Guidebook by Kathy Stiligo. Stiligio? Okay. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Sure. That was fantastic. Okay. So I actually purchased the book, and it told you everything you needed to know from before, what to bring to the hospital, what to expect, what they're going to do to you. It was a real, real good tool to use to mentally prepare yourself, emotionally prepare yourself for okay. the surgery. And which, um, I guess, for you, you know, knowing that you had this gene mutation and you're going to have this surgery, what was um, what was the toughest part of, of preparing yourself? That's, that's hard to say. It was a, a difficult decision. It was scary. Um, I think it, you would try to just put it out of your mind for a little while, go about your day, and then all of a sudden you'd remember, oh, goodness, you know, my appointment's coming up, or what are we going to, what's he going to tell, what's the surgeon going to talk to me about and, and uh, before your appointment. So I guess before you make your final, final decision, you still have that wishy-washy kind of feeling, am I doing the right thing? Is this going to be the best avenue for me to take? But once I made the decision, there was no looking back. Okay. So there was, there was some hesitation and some, some trepidation before. But once I said, okay, this is the path, this is my surgeon, this is my surgery center, and there was no looking back after that. Okay. I'm curious, we talked about the videos on the center site. Did the women talk about that kind of preparation, that mental and emotional preparation, or was it really more, um, this is my situation, this is what I did? I think a little bit of both. Okay. I don't remember. It was, you know, two years ago. Sure. Uh, looking back, I went back to the, to the site and looked at a few things to refresh my memory, and they talked about making the decision and having to travel. Most of them were from out of town and coming and... Um, and then afterwards, it was a little bit of both, I would suppose. But I don't think they really dwelled on any one topic. To make a point about any one topic, it was making the decision, facing what you had to face, getting through it, going through it, healing after it. And um, it, was, it was just really helpful. All of the testimonials were really, really helpful. Oh, great. Well, that's what we hope these videos will do. Um when you were talking about your story on camera, how did you feel? Was it was it weird? Was it kind of a flashback? Um, it was weird and <laughs> flashback-ish, I guess, uh, to recall all of the emotions and the, the things that happened with my family, my dad, my sister, during those times. And it was a little nerve-wracking, you know, to try to remember everything properly. I wanted to be correct and, sure. and uh, as precise as possible. It did bring up a lot of emotions from that time, and um, it was bittersweet, remembering the, the, the great times and, and all the, the fun that we had together as a family. And my dad was a really big jokester and prankster, and he just loved all that. And, and then it was bitter also because it was just a, a rough it was rough. It was rough on our family, my sister, my mom, everybody. Cancer is a horrible, horrible thing to to live with, to treat, to overcome, and um, 
some, some people just don't. They just don't overcome it, and it, it gets them in the end. So, yes, it was a little bit um, hard to remember the, the bad times, but it was also great to, to remember the good times. Oh, that's good. Was there one part of making the video that stood out for you? It was just so interesting to see how everything is uh, is put together and how professional everybody was. And there was a change of a venue and you guys came over to my home. And that was really just great to see all the equipment and what needs to happen and how great everybody was. It was just really, really interesting. Excellent. Now, um, I want to thank you so much both for doing this podcast, but also for sharing your story because I think it's going to help a lot of people answer a lot of questions and kind of let people see like, hey, there are women out there just like me who are having this surgery. Um, Do you have any advice for anyone who might be in the same situation you were in 2014 and now they're watching your video? I sure do. And what I tried to help myself remember at the time going through all this was to be brave. Be brave for yourself and for your family. And if you have kids or if you have a spouse, you can show the people in your life that difficult things are going to come up. Life is going to try to knock you down. Circumstances might try to knock you down, but you can do something about it. You can be brave. You can find out about good surgeons in your area. You can talk with your insurance company to find out how they can help you. You can find good doctors, good support system. I was really, really, really fortunate to have a good support system, a great surgery center right near me. It was like the stars aligned for me. I hope that everybody's stars can align when they have to face something as serious and scary and life-changing that this kind of um, test uh, prognosis can can be for a person and a a family. It affects the whole family. And they have some really great uh, sources out there nowadays, like the the website Force, Facing Our Risk of Cancer Empowered, really was very helpful. Just great information. There's lots of information on the breastcancer.org site. There's lots of people to help. All you have to do is ask. You can find it. You can find it in your area and be brave. And it's going to work out. It's going to all work out. Oh, that's great. That That is good to hear. And Laurel, thank you so, so much for doing this podcast and for doing the video. Thank you, Jamie. I, it's been a, a, a great experience. And I hope to, um, to be able to help a few people, inform a few people, and uh, it'll all be worth it.